Welcome into the Son of a Batch, Episode 3, where my 53-year-old mother and my 20-year-old self analyze weekly episodes of The Bachelor with spunk, humor, and multi-generational insight. I'm a Bachelor newbie, and my mom is Bachelor-obsessed. That makes me the Son of a Batch. Let's go. I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why can't I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why can't yours? Say I'm not the kind of girl. So, I think uh, let's start out with summarizing the episode in one sentence. I'm going to say Tattletales and Pageant Queens. <laughs> What's it with you and Tattletales, huh? You're really not a fan of that? I am not a fan of Tattletales. And, and even more so on this franchise, if you are a Tattletale, you are a problem. And if, if you don't already know that, you need to pay attention. Fair enough. Um, that's actually the Pageant Queens part. That's a good note because... I meant to look back and see how many women were actually in pageants growing up because, you know, that's my uh, not my thing. And it came to light this episode, obviously. But so we know Victoria P was. We know that um, that now Alea was. And I think was Madison. In no, pageants? Kelsey. 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 Okay. Kelsey's the other one. See, see, it's all the women who are making trouble. I mean, yeah, uh, Victoria P hasn't yet, but um, she definitely is is working Pete well. So. Doesn't surprise me. I think that I think the pageant queens honestly have a little bit of a, a step up, like a leg up on everybody else, because they really know how to work it. So I'm I'm not mad. Well, um, and I think my... if you added Hannah Ann is a model, so you add the three pageant right. queens and the model together, they all know how to work it. Pete's doomed. He's just doomed. He's he's <laughs> up against he's he's David against like four Goliaths. Um all right, so my episode in one sentence is Pete has got to grow a pair. I'm just I'm I'm tired of it. I it, I know that you know it, it's kind of been a weird transition for me. I gone from episode one of being a total like Pete fan, and by three I'm like, dude, get it together. Um, still like him as a dude, but he is just he's got to step it up. So I will tell you that he's at a severe disadvantage because he doesn't have sisters. You, on the other hand, have two of them. So I think not having to deal with like girl drama in the house. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know how to do it. He has no idea what to, what he's doing. You could you could handle this shit, but he he's he's a newbie. Yeah, that's probably fair, but it seems like he's so sensitive and like an in touch with his feminine side that it almost seems like he he has had sisters. There's there's something there where I'm like I I don't know. I feel like he should be able to handle this better, but that is a good point. Um but let's talk about let's let's give ourselves a little bit of love here for a second. Last week we both made the predictions of who was going to get the one-on-one date. Victoria P. Check. Chiching. We got that one. Uh, and then we also predicted one person to go home. We both picked Alexa. Chiching again. She went home too. So uh, should we just end the show now? Are we done? <laughs> We're it? pretty good. We're, we won. Although I think if you uh, look back at our initial podcast before it started. <laughs> yeah, neither one of us have a single person in play right now so but yeah that was good I think it's going to get tougher but I do have to say that I have to recant my bring her home to mama from last time in the yeah. Alea wow so what happened here was this nice woman who brings a letter from her grandmother to give to Peter 
and we move right on to her mentioning that she'd love to take Peter to the Mile High Club. So, <laughs> holy she, moly. She made a 180 real fast, oh real my. fast. <laughs> I definitely think when they were showing clips of her in the house with the hat on, definitely toasted, definitely had had a few cocktails. But, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And I'm going to give this young lady, she makes Hannah Ann's facial expressions look like kindergarten. Alea has some of the best facial expressions. Now, you always have to remember that the producers are picking an edit. And so they, they're they definitely showing her expressions on purpose. But, oh my gosh, you cannot bring her home. She is not on my bring home to mama list <laughs> anymore. I'm recanting. Yeah, I- I even I made that note while I was watching of damn mom this is really your uh, bring home to mama interesting she she took a 180 <laughs> for sure well yeah. it's interesting that you say that because uh one of my friends who was watching with us uh referred to her as a sociopath and genuinely believes that she has the abilities to just manipulate anyone she wants and he was pulling for her the whole time because he wanted to see the upset um so I thought that was pretty funny and actually I do have a a little bit of a sound bite from him, so let me play that. Okay, my hot take is, I think that if she makes it to the next episode, you're gonna realize that Cindy's playing checkers, Elias playing chess. She's leading a revolution right now. <laughs> so he, he's actually a pretty frequent watcher of the show. He's seen he's seen some of the past seasons. Um, he, he was throwing out like, oh, have you guys seen this season? Have you seen this season? So he definitely had a little bit of experience on me, and he was he was all for the manipulation. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to jump into this because we'll talk about it in a minute, but how did he feel about Alea getting not staying on the show? I think he was a little bit heartbroken. He wanted to see he wanted to see the the win. He wanted yeah. to see her come come back and make a make an appearance. And here I'll play another one really quick. Dude, no, no, but look, look. If Elia makes it past this episode, there's no other reason. Like Peter had a perfect instance of like kicking her off. Yeah, he. Yeah. She's going to make a deep run. I'm talking twelve seed makes it to the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a five to twelve upset in the middle. <laughs> So he's he was all in on just seeing her upset that that uh, initial blow from Sydney. So I thought that was really interesting. I like it. So one of the things that I'm trying to do every week while you are at the fraternity house and watching with your fellow brothers, I am trying to set up a different watch party with people my age. So this week was. I had three virgin bachelor watchers. So they had all heard of the program. They'd all seen clips, but they'd never watched a full episode. So I have a clip for you to play. Uh, we're 15 minutes in and I'm already disgusted and revolted. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say. I, uh, I say that my group, I don't think we, I've convinced any of them that they will watch another episode, but I think they might oh. listen to our pod because now they know who the players are. And so now <laughs> yeah. that's all it takes. You just need to know who the players are and then you're invested. So so I may have hooked at least two of them. We'll see. And one of my favorite things, uh, one of the sayings that ha- kept happening throughout watching with these two friends of mine was for fuck's sake. 
So my friend Mo, who's Irish, she's a she's an Irish and American citizen and has really deep Irish roots. And I think I looked it up and I think for fuck's sake is like an English term. But the way she says it is so funny. And I, I think like four times on the recording, she was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So it was great. <laughs> I could so see her doing that. That's awesome. <laughs> so so it was quite enjoyable. It, it was kind of one of those episodes, though. I feel like the whole time I was sitting there and I was like, God damn it. Oh, enough of this shit. So it's, I don't know if this is how it's going to be from now on, but it, it was it got a little little real for me. Well, the, the two gentlemen in the room, uh, I believe, were I enticed them to watch after cocktails that mm. uh, there was going to be Attagirl. a pillow get, fight. Get them drunk and then convince them to do it. Right. There and there go. was going to be a pillow fight. <laughs> And they were severely disappointed in the pillow fight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know if I would say I was disappointed. I thought it was kind of fun, actually. First, do you want to just jump right into that or do you want to, do you want to start with something else? The only other comment I was going to make about having this group, and now I'm going to be completely paranoid through this entire podcast, they started counting how many times the women would say like when they were mm. having a conversation and I think in one small segment of the episode, Sydney said like 19 times and in a oh, like, Jesus. Yeah. So I have never, ever noticed how many times that happens. So that's something I'm going to be aware of in the future. I Yeah. I, it's funny because I know that's dad's like pet peeve. So I've seen that a million times, but wow, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go back and watch and see what's up with that. Um, speaking of the speech of the contestants, I just, I got to say, I was a little bit blown away. First of all, a few minutes into the episode, we hear before they're going to go on their pillow fighting date, we hear Kiara refer to lingerie as lingerie. So if that doesn't say they're reading cards, I don't know what does, but the like, how do you not know how to pronounce that, that word? There's no way she hasn't, she's never bought lingerie in her life before, right? Oh, um, see, and then, I, I, go I, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how popular lingerie is in the younger crowd, but I'll just tell you that lingerie is a very uncomfortable garment designed by somebody, <laughs> probably designed by men. And so if she is into comfy pajamas, she would have no reason to know the word lingerie, but I don't know. I don't know. With Victoria's Come Secret on, out no. there, maybe, maybe you should have known what that was. All right, fine. Let's, for argument's sake, let's say she doesn't own a single, uh, single thong or whatever, or whatever else you can get for lingerie. But she definitely has talked to other women about it before, right? Like, there's no way. Even if you had never bought lingerie in your life, mom, you would have definitely heard that word used with other women. I've never talked to other women about anything. I don't even like talking about underwear, so I don't know. <laughs> Mom, I've heard you say the word granny panties at least a dozen times. I do like that word. It makes me laugh. <laughs> um, so the other word that we had that was just really weird was Hannah Ann, when her and um, Kelsey were kind of you know, squashing their beef, if that's what you want to say, she, she was trying to say the word fiasco and said finasco. Um, oh. So I'm just, I'm just, a, I gotta say, I'm a little concerned on on two <laughs> points here, that that both of these women are are really just don't know how to pronounce anything. It's it's starting to starting to freak me out 
I'm worried the IQ levels are not high here. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna hope that they are. But yeah, th- both of those are very funny. So those were yeah. I I was dying at both of them. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> so before we jump into uh, the pillow fight date, let's step back just a second and talk quickly about um, Victoria P's one-on-one, which we both predicted. Mm. What were your thoughts on this date? The first thing that I noticed was that when they got there to go do the line dancing, it was, it was straight up just the middle of the day. I thought that was very odd. There were, you know, probably 50 to a hundred people in that place doing line dancing and it was probably noon. Uh, I thought that was really odd, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought it was a decent date. You know, you go, you go dance together. I, you know me, I love dancing, so I'm into that. Um, I actually don't know how to line dance, but that would be fun to learn with someone. Right. What did you think? Well, I think Peter is three for three. I'm pulling out dance moves on each episode. So he clearly is a dancer. I don't know if he's a good dancer, but I applaud the fact that he likes dancing because I'm with you. It's just a fun way to spend time with people. Yeah, I'm always an advocate for just throw what you got, like no matter what. I love watching people dance who maybe aren't the best dancer. I don't think I'm a very good dancer, but I just enjoy doing it. So it's one of those things where I just love watching people like say screw it and go all out. So yeah, I'm go. I'm all for it. I'm all for Pete dancing. Yeah. And then I think for me, this is going to make me sound kind of cold and harsh, but uh, first of all, I want you to know that I am now referring to Victoria P as VP. And, um, (laughs) she, we kind of heard her backstory multiple times. It feels like, so you and I had read the bios and then she did the, um, they did the package that highlighted her at the beginning. So Peter hadn't heard it, so he needed to hear it. Um, but I was, you know, I feel like I've heard it many times so that I wasn't that intrigued by it anymore. But I did really resonate with the one thing that she said about not feeling worthy. I think that's something that women feel all the time. Um, so I appreciated her talking about that. But I thought she and Peter had good chemistry. I think she was fun. I think she was light. I think I, I really think he um, I think they had a good time. So where's the VP coming from? Vice president, village pantry. What's what is what is VP? Her first name is Victoria, and her last her first initial of her last name is P. So VP. So then I don't have to say Victoria P, Victoria what? F. I'm just all over it. VP. She's the VP of the show right now. <laughs> all right, all right, we're rolling with it. I'll just have to know that that's your code. Um, yeah. So I, I, there's really not a lot of anything negative I can say about Victoria P so far. Um, she, she checks every box as of right now. Now, what I will say is like we were saying before, she's one of the few people who's participated in pageants, which makes me really like nervous. Yeah. Um, just because of honestly, what we saw with Alea this episode that they have had too much, too much experience faking it. And I don't know if they can be real. So curious to see how that goes. Maybe, her true colors will show later at some point if there, if there's something uh, deeper with her. But as of now, yeah, she is, she's killing it. She's killing it, man. Well, and I had two other comments on the date. So first of all, 
I thought it was so weird that at the end of the date, they got into a small cockpit of an airplane to make out. It's not like they went flying anywhere. <laughs> they just got in a cockpit to make out. I would be like, hell to the no. We're going to go sit on a couch or something else, not get in a little tiny cockpit. So I was, I was like, why is this happening? That is, that's definitely a humble brag by Pete. But come on, mom, you're telling me. It's it's kind of like the motorcycle effect, right? Like if a guy's like driving a motorcycle, that's like more attractive, right? Oh, I'm terrified of motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so maybe I'm full of shit. I'm a guy, so I really can't say this, but I I I thought it was kind of a thing that in general, like you know, ooh, the badass, like the motorcycle, the plane, like ooh, that's sexy. I I'm maybe you're maybe I'm wrong, or maybe you're uh, not with the crowd on that one, but. I would think most women would be really into that. Oh, I'm definitely not cool. And I'm older <laughs> and I have I have joints that hurt and all those kinds of things. So <laughs> I might not get back out of that airplane. So I don't know. You're, I wasn't a fan. Seeing but, you on The Bachelor would be hilarious. Every every date you'd be like, mm, is, there a, is there a plush couch that I could sit on? I can't stand for this long. And can I put my comfy jammy, jammies on? Because I'm not wearing any lingerie. <laughs> Listen, so, I know that all the other women here are wearing heels, but I really would prefer the comfort and ankle support of Asics. Exactly. So, yeah, I, maybe <laughs> that's, you know, we should have a show for us, for us, some more mature women. Um, oh, my the, God, that'd be so much fun. The Bachelor Senior. <laughs> the other thing that um, I don't think I had a feel for on Hannah's season, even though Hannah Brown was pretty religious, I never heard. Peter talk about religion at all. And he definitely mentions that he was talking to God and he felt like God's telling him that it might work out with VP. So mm. I, that was the first time I had seen that. I was a little surprised by that. So that would make the Madison thing a little stronger if he is a really religious person. Yeah, that is true. And I, I, I gotta say the VP thing, I, initially I, I was kind of like, what the fuck? But I, I actually, I, it's, it's growing on me, mom. Um, but yeah, I, that was weird. Cause we haven't, that hasn't been something that despite all we know about Pete, we haven't really heard a lot about his, uh, faith, but yeah, he, he said, I've been talking to God and he said that this would all work out. So yeah, maybe that's good for, for Madison. Honestly, you might be right. That, that does speak well for her. Yeah. Yeah. So then they, they kind of go back and forth with the nastiness going on in the house so you want to jump on one of those uh i'm kelsey, sorry you're gonna have to tell me kelsey what. and hannah ann uh, are still fighting over whether bullying occurred what do you what were your thoughts on that yeah i i mean my only note for that it's it really seemed anticlimactic like it didn't seem like there was any resolution but what i will say is god damn it hannah ann still did not say the word sorry if you took somebody's champagne setup, like you got to say sorry at some point, even if it's not like a real sorry. I'd prefer for it to be a real sorry, but come on, I just, I, she frustrates me. I hear you. I hear you. And then, and and I agree. So you thought this was going to be such a big deal, and then Sydney and Alea come from out of nowhere. Who knew this was happening? You have these two women just going at it. So what were your thoughts on that? Um, so I thought it was awesome, first of all. I just thought it was so fun. <laughs> I, I love to see people just get that aggressive and that competitive about it. That's hilarious. Um, 
But in terms of their gameplay, I I gotta say I I agree with uh, with my buddy and and what he said. I think that Sydney screwed herself on that one. As he said, she was playing checkers while Alea was playing checks, um, because she gave up like serious one on time, one on one time, a lot of time with Pete just to call out Alea, and I was kind of shocked by the way that Pete responded to that and was almost rewarding her for doing that because I didn't. He made it seem like it was such a brave thing for her to do, and I feel like it was very selfish and beneficial for her. Um, but she wasted a lot of time with that. And now every time that he talks to Sydney, especially because we saw how deep the roots are between him and Alea, he's going to be thinking about, ooh, Sydney's the one who got Alea out. Like, that's it. She's done. She's She will not go far now. That's It's set in stone. Um, regardless of what she did to Alea's game, she busted her own. I kind of agree. So I did not like the Sid- Sydney play at all. I thought... Girls annoy you. The girls are going to annoy you. You're living in a weird situation. And Alea may be fake as all get out, but that is not the smart move to start complaining about a person in the house, letting her get under your skin. Because I don't think she was fighting with Sydney at all. Sydney has just decided that she is just not there for the right reasons, which is the classic bachelor line. Who cares? Let him figure that out. It's not like they're even in the top six or the top 10 right now. He's, there's a lot of stuff to be found out later. Yeah. So I will say that I think Alea um, got under her skin and I couldn't really figure out why, but I bet you the producers tried to wait to show it until now. At the beginning of the episode, did you catch when they got the invite to the uh, group date for the pillow fight? Alea turns to Jasmine, who seems like really quiet and nice. We don't really know a lot about her. And says, baby, for real, though, how do you feel about not getting a date? Ouch. And then someone even turned to her and was like, you bitch. Like, and so. She turned and said that. Somebody said that? uh, Yeah. Alea said that to Jasmine. And then someone said, like, jokingly, like, you bitch. Like, not jokingly, but in a laughing kind of, you know, the way girls talk to each other when they're mad at each other, but they're trying to be not mad at each other. She kind of did that. I Um, totally missed that. Yeah, so like I think they tried to show that a little bit just to show what she's like and why she was pissing people off. So I don't I, I, I think in the real world, I'm I'm a fan of people who will stand up for other people. So that's that's good for me. And so I like that Sydney did that. But it just seems like she kind of blew up her game. Because I don't think it was just Sydney who was being annoyed by Alea. I just think that she was the one who did it. I think it was funny, like if you were to go into when Sydney confronted Alea, it was so aggressive. Like it was so hardcore right off the bat. Did you think so too? Oh yeah. 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 Like she, she went in on her. So I can't imagine being the producer, like being Sydney's producer. I bet you she hyped her, she or he hyped up Sydney like so hard. Like she, like you're riling up a dog. I swear to God, she had to be like, all right, come on, let's go. Yeah. She sucks. She's the worst. Let's go, go get her, go get her. Like it was, because when she went out there, she was like, do you even work? Like, oh, goddamn. Okay, we're starting hot. Right. And Alea, you could tell, was a pro about it, was dodging it. But, um, yeah, it was it was hardcore. So, I, I don't agree. know. I think that's all I have to say on that front at this point. So, then we can jump into the pillow fight, I think. 
Uh, first of all, who was the woman who came in and woke them up with pillows? She seemed like she seemed, she was some sort of famous bachelor person that I didn't know who that was. She is definitely a famous bachelor contestant. So she was on Colton's season. She became really good okay. friends with Hannah Brown. And then she oh. went on Paradise. And um, you got Paradise highlighted her journey of coming out as a gay woman. So, and it was, I really loved watching the journey. It was an interesting journey. She was very heartfelt. It was very hard. You know, she was really battling like what everybody would think about her. So, so that's, that's a big piece of fame of like doing that on a big TV show and really helping other women be more, be help them to be brave about who they are, but she's also this just sassy woman who has a one-liner for everything. So she's super funny and they've had her on, they, she came in on Hannah Brown season and, and ran a date and now Peter asked her to run a date. Okay. So, so she's been around a little bit. That's a, that's an interesting play from someone who's a lesbian going on and trying to be a contestant for the bachelor actually kind of smart because then you're in a house with 30 women your odds are way up and i don't know i think she might be um bi so okay so i think i don't think i think this was like a struggle and something that she was kind of working through and i think i think she's probably more bi that she likes men and women okay okay so but she's she's pretty awesome she's she's fun and um sassy as hell which i love well okay so she came in um and showed off some of that sass by waking them up in dramatic fashion um i didn't really have any notes about that part of it i thought it was kind of funny to see them being surprised and get their shit kicked in by a pillow i thought Um, i thought it was funny that she told them they all looked haggard (laughs) yeah yeah y'all look haggard as fuck um so Let's jump into the actual pillow fights themselves. Yes. Uh, first, we had Tammy versus Kelly. And uh, Tammy Tammy went a little too hard. <laughs> she uh, She's an actual wrestler, obviously. And she, she may have gone a little too hard. So I didn't see what she did that made her get disqualified. Did you? Oh, she was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was picking up Kelly by the waist and like dropping her like yeah. a. Like a UFC fighter. It was badass, honestly. But yeah, no no question she should have been kicked out of that ring. It was so funny, though. And she had no problem. She like kind of knew. I think she knew she was going to get kicked out. She she was just like, yeah, okay. That's awesome. So I heard a small interview with Demi uh, prior to this episode uh, launching. So she was on Bachelor Party. And... She, by far, she loved Tammy the best. She just said Tammy was fun and she's funny and she's really into it. And so See? she, like you and I, both love her. Who knows if Tammy... I, I think Tammy's like the fun... The fun bro. Does that sound bad? Like she's she's more the bro than she's going to be the wife, I think. She's, she's definitely got that tomboy aspect to her. I don't think she's the right uh, woman for Pete because right. he's so... He likes the softer, gentler woman. 
So yeah, him, yeah, he he's it's, he's kind of a softy, honestly. He's yeah. kind of a softy. Yeah, because I mean, um, you think of his who who we think his front runners are. He's got Madison. He's got VP. He's got those are probably the two biggies, and and then Hannah Ann, and they're all like a little. They're gonna let the man be the man in the relationship, and they're a little more um, feminine. And not that Tammy right. isn't feminine; she's a badass and she's awesome. But I, I don't see them mixing together as well as some of the other women. Yeah, see, I, I see Tammy as maybe even a potential like bachelorette later on. Because oh my I, god, I think that would be fun. I would, she would love be a blast. that. She would be a blast. She would give guys like kind of a oh shit, like she'd be like, all right, let's wrestle. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> um, all right. The other the other one that I wanted to talk about was Kiara versus Sarah. Only reason was Sarah got her shit kicked in. That was the one where they showed like the freeze frame of her face just getting decked by a pillow. Um, they got they got pretty wild in there. They did. This, they, yeah. Um, that was kind of crazy. Then, a bar that has pillow fights? I don't think I've ever heard of that. So Yeah, that is so weird. Well, and also just in general, if we're talking like rate the date – uh, I mean, from Pete's perspective, I think that was a producer set update. Like, from Pete's perspective, what is this revealing to you about the women who are there? See, I think Demi picked it. So she okay. planned the date. And I so I think Demi picked <laughs> the pillow fighting. And I think what she I heard her say was, you know, it's so tense in the house. It's, you know, let's let off a little steam. I don't know for sure if she planned the whole thing or if she just came up with the idea and then they put it together. Right. But, I mean, hey, I, I thought it was it, as a third party person. I'm sure she was like, "Let's do something where I'm going to be entertained." And boy, was it sure entertaining! Right. Um, okay, so mom, here's what here's where I had a problem. I the show showed how staged it was to me in the sense that the finals became Alea Sydney. I we know. knew there was beef there, right? Yeah. And Alea got her ass kicked in her fight. Like she got beat bad. Probably lost the worst out of anyone. And then she goes to the finals against Sydney, and I was like, "Ah, that's tough." Well, and then I thought Sydney kicked her butt in the finals. I don't understand why Alea was claimed the winner of that fight. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't. I agree with you. She lost both fights, and I think that they just crowned her the winner to make Sydney more mad because they knew what the the drama was going on around the house. They hoped that if Alea won, then Sydney would be more likely to bring it up to Pete. So I don't believe they script too much of this show, but I would have to agree with you on that because I was pretty oh. incensed that Sydney did not win the fight. So makes me wonder if they told Kelly to cheat on the first date, you know? Right, right. Because the first date, I thought maybe that was Peter's choice. I don't know this this date because who declared him the winner? I can't remember. Was it Chris Harrison? Uh, I think it was just Demi, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was Demi. I don't know. So yeah. And maybe if Demi made the decision, then she would want to throw the shit show into gear. So yeah. 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 So that, I was a little upset about that, but yeah. Otherwise yeah. for a cool concept date, I didn't think it was that entertaining. I feel like somebody could have gotten concussed. Like it, they were really throwing them out there. It was, yeah. it was gnarly. Yeah. I, um, I agree. So what I one thing I will say because I'm sure that kind of transitions us into a little bit more of the Alea Sydney stuff. Um, it seemed like so at, at that point Sydney was just kind of done and she was like, "All right, I'm I'm telling Pete what's going on." 
Right. Um, Tattletail. So yeah, first first of all, what did you think about Pete's reaction? Ugh, he's just not equipped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what not to do. Not equipped with the balls, man. He yeah. does not know what to do with all of that, and I think it's very frustrating to the lead to have to have people coming at them and telling them how bad everybody is. And even if that's yeah. true, they need to figure that out for themselves. And I think that's right. what you saw at the end of the show, you know, when they do the preview for next week, you, he's starting to doubt what, that he sent Alea home because he sent her home because of what everybody else was saying, not because of how he felt. Right. Yeah. I, it, it made me, you know, what's funny. This episode reminded me so much. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a survivor fan. And this episode reminded me of Survivor so much. Just really? in the sense of that show, the whole point of it is that you're supposed to manipulate the people around you so that they don't think you're a threat. And then realistically, they find out at the end that, you're, that you've been controlling the show the whole time. That's the point, right? And geez, that's kind of what I felt like today. It was like Sydney was trying to control who went home by sending Alea home, which I, we saw that last week too with Hannah Ann. Um, and then Alea had to do her best acting job to get out of it and like dodge the bullets. And she actually, she almost did it. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, and you can see there's some players here that are, so the smart players in the game, and I do like your survival or your survivor notes, because I think that it is kind of true, even though we like to pretend that this is not like survivor and it's not cutthroat, which is why I didn't like survivor. Right. Oh now that my you say God. that, I'm yeah, like, this is so much more cutthroat than Survivor. It kind of. This is, is like <laughs> Survivor is like cutthroat, and it's like a secret. This is like cutthroat, and it's like I'm gonna say it to your face, bitch. Fair, fair. So the smart women, i.e., Madison, Madison is not gonna get into any of this drama. You you don't yeah, notice yeah. her being in any of these conversations. She's not telling Peter anything. She was one of the few poolside dates that was just like, hi, I'm so happy to see you. That's what he needs. Right. He needs them to just pay attention to that. And even if he asked it a direct question, which I think he did to several of the women, don't answer it. Say, you know what? You need to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. And I, I so maybe they didn't show us all the times that he asked it, but there were what four women for sure that we saw. And he said six or seven who confirmed to him that, they thought Alea was a bit fake. So we saw Lexi say it. Who else did we see? We saw Victoria P. I was um, a little sad about Sydney. I was like, come on, <laughs> stay out of the drama. Come on. Yeah, well, but what do you think about that? Like Alea saying to her, hey, let's act like we don't know each other on the show. Yeah, I don't know what her intentions were. I think she explained her intentions as she just wanted to give them both a shot, but I don't believe that. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, and as Victor, uh, VP should she should question it, but I, at least VP didn't like go hard on it. She was just like, "Yeah, this happened. I don't know, whatever." <laughs> VP, uh, I love it. She's right now the VP of 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 Mama's heart right now. So, okay, okay, there you go, there you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I needed some sort of reason. Um, yeah. So, do you want to just jump into the rose ceremony then? Yeah. Yeah, so kind of a thriller, obviously. They tried to make it so that um, Alea was down to the wire. 
we see Jasmine, Sarah, and Alexa go home. And like we said before, we called Alexa. I could have told you Jasmine as well. Sarah, we haven't, I, I barely knew who she was. So all of those make perfect sense to me. Um, two interesting parts though. First of all, Alea, or sorry, not Alea, um, McKenna being that late, like her being really down to the wire was, was interesting to me. And maybe that's a producer, hey, keep her, because people are going to like her or something. I don't know. Um, but also, Chris Harrison pulled a rose so that there were supposed to be two roses and it came down to one. Right. Is that something that happens often? Is that a decision by Pete? Is that a decision by him? Uh, as in Chris Harrison? Like, what what's up with that? Does that happen a lot? It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. And I think that that was a decision by Peter. Okay. That he just, it was just easier to, not, you know, he must have made his decision about Alea. And so he just didn't want to have that other rose there. Boy, it sure as shit didn't seem like it. Because first of all, he leaves the pool party and he has to go home because he's emotional. And then he had to leave like the rose simmer like three times to go collect himself. I was yeah. like, Jesus, dude, just, just, just make a decision and stick with it. There's still, you know, 15 women there or whatever it is. Like, I think you're going to be fine. But I think if you turn it around, you, if you're really serious about this and you're really giving a hundred percent of your heart and now you're terrified that people aren't there for the same reason as you are, and you don't know who they are and everybody's telling you it's a Leia, but you're feeling something different about her than what you're hearing. And so you're really conflicted of like, you don't want to send. And you're probably getting fooled. Yeah, true. I mean, you don't want to send somebody home that could be your wife. But as you say, there's still a lot of girl, a lot of women left in the house. So. Well, and wouldn't that growing doubt always be there? Like if, if he keeps her around, wouldn't that, I feel like he would just be thinking about that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I was I, just upset with. I don't think Sorry, it's bad ahead. she went home. I, I mean, but I don't think, yeah. she, I think she's coming back. So. Well, I mean, obviously, we saw in the, the next episode, it, which is part of the reason why I'm still saying, like, Pete, come on, man. Like, just figure it out. Hey, it started with Hannah B. You can't you can't not bring back your ex-girlfriend. Right. Now you can't bring back the girl that you – like, just make a decision and stick with it. But he I'm might, saying it's not that hard. He might not bring her back. She might come back on her own. That happens, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah. They're allowed to do that? they'll be like, hell no, I won't go, and they come back, so – you never know. Oh, boy. Pete being confronted by that is going to be just hard to watch. There's no <laughs> way he'd be able to handle that well. He'd be like, right. uh, maybe she should say. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, so what other – do you have any other notes about the episode? I think that pretty much covers it. Um, I, I think that end. covers it. I mean, it was a it was a fun episode, but it wasn't – it wasn't over the top for me, one of the best episodes I've ever seen, but – Definitely the drama was interesting for a little while. I'm never a big fan of girl on girl hate, you know, just being mean to each other. That's not really my thing, but yeah, I, yeah it was, it was still entertaining. And I, I was thoroughly entertained by the three virgins that were watching it with me. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> I had a great time too, watching it with, uh, with the guys that were hanging out in my room. I thought it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. so <laughs> let's jump into our predictions for next week. Yeah. Uh, before what looks like another wild week coming up. Um, so my winner circle, who I think is really crushing it right now, is uh, is Sydney. Because really? not only did she – well, I mean, think about it. I mean, so do I really think that she's going to go far? No. But I think she's crushing it in the sense that 
he took her advice and like really valued it and listened to it and actually acted upon it and then was thankful for her to her for telling him this stuff so in the long run no but i thought she won the episode because she was just she was able to work him like like a fiddle and he he just stuck with it i i actually think that's a i like your answer way better than mine i i still think madison has stayed out of the fray so she's still like my yeah she's still my top I just, I, and I, it's every week. I still just can't get over her bio. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for that to, to end. Yeah. I also think there's an element to the show of you have to know that the people who are getting the most attention at the beginning might not get the most, like, might not do the best at the end. Right. And she's been doing really well right now. So you got to think there's something coming. The storms are brewing. But I agree. Uh, so who's your rising um, star? Uh, my rising star is Kelsey. Uh, last episode, she was, she was at the bottom right? She, she did not have a great episode. And I think with Pete, all you have to do is stay out of the drama for one week and you're back in it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so I thought that, I thought that was all she had, literally all she had to do was stay out of it and someone else created the drama and she got, she got away with it. So she, I'm just impressed that she stuck around. I, who was yours? I picked Tammy. I know she's not going to be one of the people that wins, <laughs> but I just like her. I like what I like the vibe that she brings to the show. She makes me smile. I think she got a smooch from Pete. So did she? Oh I shit! She I must did. Listen. I think I have that in my notes. So I, so I put her on my rising star list. Who do you have riding the struggle bus? I I gotta say, I mean, a smooch from Pete is not. That's it's not saying a lot. I'd love to say that Peter is first team all active with the hands. <laughs> I don't think it's hard. Um, <laughs> Riding the struggle bus, uh, honestly, I'd maybe say McKenna just because she came down to that last rose, but I, I don't really think in the long run she's riding the struggle bus, but that was, that was tough to see. Like she, she had her, uh, her heart beating through her chest at the end there. So it was kind of a, I think it was kind of a wake up call for her. So we'll see how she takes that in the later episodes. What about you? I don't have a reason to say this except for that. I just feel like Hannah Ann has some struggle bus coming in the future. And it's oh, absolutely. From, it's not from a preview. It's not from any of that, but I just feel like next week might be her week to ride the struggle bus. See, and that's not even a riding the struggle bus. That is a train wreck incoming and I cannot wait for it. We're going to have <laughs> such an exciting podcast after that. Uh, um, all right. And then who is getting the one-on-one next week? Lexi for opinion. me. Oh, okay. I actually like that. Okay. I, I got to say Hannah Ann. It's coming. Like yeah. she's, she's had so many op, or so many positive interactions with him and she still hasn't gotten the one-on-one opportunity. So I think it's coming. And then I, I know this is not going to be who you think, but I picked McKenna to go home. Ooh. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess you got to think that there's at least one person always that the producers make you think is a really high pick for him, someone who he really likes, and then they send home. So that's actually not a bad idea. Um, I went I went with the easy route here. I went Kiara. I don't think that's hard. We have not seen her whatsoever. Like, I keep forgetting that she's on the show. Yeah. Um, and she's and if we, really it, stunning, and her hair color really stands out. You know, you I yeah. notice her every time she's on screen. But, yeah, you haven't heard mm-hmm. much from her. Yeah, no. Well, and if, if you look at who went home this week – uh, outside of Alea, you had Jasmine, Sarah, and Alexa, and all three of those women were kind of people that you're like, eh, they don't really do much, you know. Right. So I think they're, I think Pete is pretty good at 
picking the women who he genuinely does have really like strong connections with. He's not bringing anybody along who's just kind of there. Um, so I, I think that one's kind of a lock. I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, that was episode three, folks. Make sure to tune in for episode four. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platforms that uh, podcasts are found on because we're available. Um, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at the son of a batch. Uh, we'll see you next week. And any kind of comments we would love because we're, we would just mm. like to know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. And we would be most appreciative. So have a yep, great we're week. Always trying to improve. Yep. Always trying to improve. <laughs> All right. See you next week, guys. Bye. I'm not the kind of girl that you're taking pictures with that you're seeing in the daylight. Not the kind of girl that you're eating breakfast with that you're talking about to your friends. Not the kind of girl you bring home to mama.